Welcome to Our Love Sphere, a show about dating and relationships. I'm Janice Spindell. I'm Carly Spindell. We're an all-star mother-daughter matchmaking team, and we're the best at what we do. Our clients are exceptional marriage-minded men who want relationships with extraordinary women who are the total package. This podcast will bring you inside the minds of men and teach you how to land and keep the relationship of your dreams. We'll have a lot of fun, so get ready to laugh and learn. In this episode, we'll share advice and tips for newly single, divorced, or widowed people who are ready to get back in the dating game and find love again. Whether you are nervous to be with someone new, wondering how to overcome your fear of rejection, or how to communicate your intentions, we've got you covered. How do you know if you are ready to start dating again and get yourself back out there? If you're over being alone and you think you're over whatever it was that you just went through, then you're ready to start being out there. And you'll know right away the minute you go on a first date or the minute you talk to somebody. And sometimes you have to push yourself. You almost have to coach yourself. Sometimes you might have to talk yourself into it because you really need to be out there. You got to be your own hype girl. Correct. I think that sometimes when you go on a first date, it can actually make you regress a little bit and make you miss your old partner or make you miss that relationship. If you definitely take the time to heal and recover from whatever happened, then as Jenna said, you need to push yourself. I think, you know, you are ready to start dating. If you want to be with someone, if you feel like you're over what you experienced and you're ready to make new memories, you can still cherish your old memories. You put them in a box and you close that box and you think of new things. You know, dating can definitely be scary, but if you want to be with someone, then you are ready. I totally, totally, totally agree. If you're just getting out of a long-term relationship, it might feel weird to date again. What advice do you have for someone who's newly dating? Think of everything as a learning experience. I think if you keep that in mind, that is important. Number one, do not compare anyone to your ex. That is crucial and key. Everyone is unique. Everybody will make you feel differently. Everybody, you know, looks different. They act different. Maybe the person you went on a date with isn't as exciting as an ex-boyfriend, but give them a try. And I think number two, do not hold your ex on a pedestal. We hear so many stories of women that just romanticize the relationship and act like everything was perfect. You have to leave the past in the past. That way, when you are newly dating, you are giving this new person a fair chance. As I've always said, you're in the present. You hope to go into the future. Why is the past still in your mind? Why do you talk about the past? It's, there's no reason for it. Agree. Where can you meet someone? You know the answer to that. Everywhere. Check out our episode, The Hello Challenge. It works every time. And again, as long as you have tunnel vision to smile and say hello and be open to going up to perfect strangers, no matter where you are, you'll meet somebody. And I've said it a thousand times. Your ex could be your neck. Someone's ex. Whoa. Your ex could be someone's next. Your trash, someone's trash could, could be, be someone's, someone's treasure. treasure. <laughs> 
So don't be afraid. I'm actually down in Miami now and I have met 30 to 35 people a day, mostly at the gym, in the lobby, when I'm walking the dog, in the elevator, when I'm going to get my smoothie in the morning, wherever I go, my eyes are always looking and I just start talking to people. It works. People are friendly. I think to second what Jenna said, everywhere, obviously she has a dog. If you have a dog, that is helpful because you have your dog go up to somebody. I believe in asking friends, not in a desperate way. You can just let your friends know that you are ready to start dating again. And they have anyone great that they would feel comfortable to introduce you to. And if there are any social clubs or groups that align with your interests, have the right mindset to go up to everyone and treat every person you see like a potential boyfriend, because you never know. And if you're in the suburbs or in a small town and you have people that you see all the time, whether it's the butcher, the cleaner, tell them. Do you have any friends that you would like me to meet? I'm single now and I'm very open to meeting somebody and you just don't know. Should you be honest about your past relationship on a first or a second date, Carly? Absolutely not. Your past relationship is lovely for you, but it is irrelevant. The past. (laughs) The past. The past. I just said that. It's the past. It is irrelevant for the person that you are dating. You want to make sure you don't have what we like to call verbal diarrhea and tell them too much too soon. I also think you're getting to know someone new. Why are you talking about the past and why are you talking about your ex? How do you navigate dating with kids if you have them? Well, I have very strong beliefs about that. You should not have any boyfriend or guy that you're dating meet your kids until you are minimum seeing them for six months that you are in a committed, serious relationship. There is no reason to let them meet your kids. There's no reason for your kids to get attached to them or start asking questions. It's absolutely unacceptable. People get hurt by meeting people's children and they get attached to the children when they break up. It's very difficult. I hear that all the time. You don't really have to deal with bringing kids into a relationship until a minimum of six months. I think that you don't put a time limit on it because every relationship progresses differently. You know, there's people that get engaged at six months, but I agree with Janice that until you are very, very, very serious, you don't want to get kids involved. You love your kids, of course, and you want to make sure that your partner is comfortable with the idea of dating someone with kids. You don't want to only talk about your kids. And I think you need to make sure that you have hobbies and interests and things to talk about outside of kids. Totally agree. How and when do you communicate boundaries and expectations in a new relationship? I think you have to be clear about what you want, because if you're not clear about what you want, then you might get into a situationship. And if you are not interested in a situationship, that would not be good. If you are interested in a situationship, that is totally fine. You need to, you know, be honest and be clear about what you want. If you expect to see them three nights a week, you have to somehow mention that it's important to know your self-worth and make sure that you are not settling for something that you don't want, where they keep you on the back burner or on the flip side, they want to see you all the time. And that violates your boundaries because it doesn't give you enough time for yourself. Communication is key. 
That's the bottom line. How do you deal with rejection and a positive attitude when you're dating and you're feeling frustrated? Don't take it personally. It sucks. There's no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's not you. It's him. Case by case situation. Again, communication is key. It's listen to your partner's boundaries, listen to his expectations, communicate a lot, talk to him, find out what the problem is, what's going wrong, why are you breaking up, and then move on, either change it or move on. You have to know that it sucks. Rejection is unfortunate. It can make you doubt yourself and make you doubt your self-esteem, but you have to spin it around and think of it like, okay, his loss, not something that reflects your self-worth. Because when you're dating, it's very easy to get discouraged and get down and lose that positive attitude. First date may not lead to a second date, and that might happen many times. And that is something that you have to know, and it's a normal part of dating. But the positive is that when it works out, then you know why. Keep yourself focused. Pay attention to all of what has happened, faults, weaknesses, expectations, discussions, Be aware, try and think the fact that the glass is half full, not half empty. What is it like to sleep with someone new after you were with one person for so long? I'm assuming it's hugely different for a man than it is for a woman. Man probably loves it. (laughs) Can't (laughs) wait to, you know, jump back on that horse. It's like riding a bike. The good news is dating in 2000 and what are we in 2023 has changed a lot There are apps on all these things, but sex has not changed. So other than adding in a third person or a fourth person, depending on your interests, sex is still the same. I think it is scary, exhilarating, different, exciting. A lot of people suggest having a friend with benefits to go back to after they've been with one person for so long. That way it's your practice ride and can give you the confidence and and the comfort level the comfort level, very important. You just have to imagine that you can do this because you can do anything. I agree. I assume that it could be very strange for a woman, but if you're with someone that you're comfortable with and he makes you feel good, then it's not going to be awkward. Just practice safe sex. Another topic in itself, but I'm a big one on that one. How can you avoid getting into a rebound relationship? Make a list. Write it down, even if you have to put it in a journal of what you want, make a list of what was wrong in the last relationship and don't duplicate it again. Don't follow your past. Try and do new things and try and be more open, more communicative. Try and talk more either with your partner or with your friends about what do you really want out of a relationship right now so you don't go back to the old person. Or you don't get into a rebound where it's the completely wrong guy, but you don't want to be alone. Totally agree with Janice. The more clear you are with yourself and what you want, and the more clear you are with the person you're seeing, then that's all you can do. You want to make sure that they are not a crutch. After a breakup, everyone's in a different mindset, but you want to make sure that you are not using someone to ease the pain. How can you avoid repeating the same mistakes in future relationships? So as I've said a million times, dating is a big learning process and you should always be learning and working on yourself. So you need to take enough time to make sure that you 
are not losing yourself and make sure you always check in with yourself. If you think about everything that went wrong in the previous relationship and what you could have done differently, that is helpful as well. You have to really know what the mistakes from the past relationships were before you know what to avoid doing in the future. Communication skills, again, it repetitive, 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 but it's not rocket science. It's communicate, honesty, trust. It's all the things that go into relationships. Don't go backwards. Don't follow the path of what you had before. Try something completely different. Be open to somebody different. Be open to somebody with kids. If you never dated a man with kids, be open to somebody that maybe doesn't live in the neighborhood that you want him to live in. Just Expand your horizons, widen your net. The more open you can be, the better. When should you introduce your new partner to children, friends, and family? Well, we already touched on the whole kid thing. Friends, case-by-case situation. Introducing them to friends is not that big of a deal. We know someone and he basically just said something to her like he doesn't know her. He hasn't met her friends. He doesn't know her outside of just the two of them being together. I mean, everybody's got a story. Just let it flow. See what's natural. Don't introduce them to family and children too soon because that's a mistake. First of all, then your parents will be nagging you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you marrying him? What's the story? So you have to play it by ear and see where you are in the relationship. I think it is a personal decision based on who you are. Some people like outside opinions. Some people don't. If you like outside opinions and that's important to you, then you do a casual meeting where you can have them casually meet your friends or your family to get their opinion. If you don't need anyone else's opinion, then you introduce them to your friends and family when you feel like you're getting serious. But to drill down what we were saying before, don't introduce them to your children until you get very, very, very serious. We are going to leave you with a final question on what you need. Think about what do you need to make sure that you are doing your best to start dating again. Thanks for listening. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Join us next time to get inside the minds of men and learn how to be the best version of yourself. 